0: your parents, any time you attend to become a prayer, <laughs> where you say the same but I thank God for you so before I pray, I want to appreciate that when you are using yourself for that I this good people have
1: Sir, please, your audio is not clear. I don't know. Can we all respond? Can if can you hear him, please, Mister Nathaniel? Can you hear him?
0: No, the audio is unclear. Like what kind hear him is breaking?
1: It's breaking, breaking. Okay. Everyone says the audio is breaking. I hear it, it's getting, getting
0: clearer. Okay. okay, 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 okay. So I was trying to appreciate the team, you know, for what they are doing. If you can't hear me, tell me, let me change my advice. I was trying to appreciate the team for what they have been doing. I've always told Barista Pome that I really appreciate her energy. I appreciate her commitment. I appreciate her resilience. And the team is a wonderful team, and I always pray. God will take people higher, 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 until the world at large hears about this
1: thing.
0: It's all we do. Is, the Lord is basis for it. And also, I want to you know, thank God Almighty for a day like this that He has given us. Today, is the 26th of December, testimonies we had, and even the Holy Spirit didn't testify. So many things have happened. Everything God Almighty kept us. So don't know in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope I'm being heard now clearly.
1: I can hear him, but if you can't hear him please let us know. Can everybody hear him? I hear him I'm
0: clearly now
1: okay oh, but him. Okay. 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 But Nathaniel you. is saying not really who else I hope everybody that's, can okay. hear. Him. I can't. Speak. Okay. Speak. Okay. Okay. So I was saying that today is the
0: 26th of December. I have every reason to thank the almighty God. Both those who testified and those who didn't testify. All of us have a lot of reasons to appreciate God. And may all glory be given unto him, the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we worship you. You are the Ancient of Days. You are the King of Kings, and you are the Lord of Lords. Father, without you, we can do nothing. Indeed, without you, we can do nothing. You are our strength. Lord, therefore, we commit this session into your hands. As we want to look into your Word, let your Holy Spirit come and take over. Come and teach us. Come and prepare us for the coming year. Mm. Let your word serve as a lamp unto our feet. Lord, let us take it into a brand new year. Your children will surely have reasons to be approved in the name of Jesus Christ.
2: Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Okay, the topic
0: we are looking at is a very popular topic and overflowed topic if I may say that, which is leadership. But today I may want to come to it from a different and unpopular area. The message I captioned leadership as teamwork. Leadership as teamwork. This is the meeting, whatever or the first the first thing we are having. I will briefly want to comment on the theme of the program, which says, above only. Taking from Deuteronomy 28, verse 13. Above only. If we study that portion, Deuteronomy 28, 13, that was cited beside the theme, the text outlined the condition for being above only, which is, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God and so on and so forth and if you also look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 where the bible was referring to us as the salt of the earth it means that in the christian sense to be above as most people take it today might not mean being the dangerous of this world the most of this world mention them the biggest of this world instead being above only as i put it here implies Standing out in your chosen vocation that in the only area of life you have chosen to, to be, you must stand out as a vessel of God. If you study most of I took time to study most of the letters that our former president wrote seven one today. but he made a strong statement He said that perception is everything, and that most of the time perception is to be as strong as reality. So when we talk about being above only, most of the time it is an issue of perception. People want to assume that when you don't have all the money in the world, when you are not big, when you are not that good, when you're not so that, that you are not above, but that's a false narrative. Being above for us Christians implies standing out in every place you find yourself, being on top of every situation. Like the testimony that one of our one of our somebody gave me a who was talking about the loss 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 she encountered most of the time the ways of our god are not our ways most of the things that we count as losses at times in presence of god pave way for bigger things to come so in every condition you have this perception that you are above that these things cannot overwhelm you that these things are not bigger than you that after all you are a servant of god that you are made in the image of God. In that even immediately you have this perception, you are above. And that is what it means. Let me let me just read something here. You are made you are destined to impact your environment without allowing situations to intimidate you no matter how tough, no matter how perplexing the situation may be, be able to stand feet believing that no matter how bad it is, there is something to come out thereafter. That is in our book. Then if you read Genesis chapter 1, 26 and 27, God made a statement that I just want to summarize it. He said, Come, and let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. If actually you are made in the image and likeness of God, the implication is very simple that you Have dominion over every other thing apart from
1: can anyone hear him, please? I think it's network. I think it's bad network. You I think we can hear
0: now. We can hear you now.
1: We can hear now. Let me check my advice. We are hearing. Go
0: on. If you accept deep inside your heart that no matter how short you are, no matter how tall you are, no matter the size of your body or to anything you have, cannot take away the fact that you are made rich and light. Next you. That you are what believe so as we are entering enter the grand field, I want all of us myself to see to have a good orientation about life. That whatever God in his own wisdom permits to come on our way. We are going to because we and gradually come gradually much And that's my own understanding of the in the mighty of Jesus Christ.
1: Amen, amen. Thank you very much, sir. So I move on
0: to my topic now. Leadership as team work. For I break it, let me just read out something. The West management and leadership have mostly been interchangeable, but a thin line of distinction exists. While management encompasses the deployment of both animate and inanimate resources, with a view to achieving organizational goals, leadership directly concerns itself with careful ability. to harness human resources. Equally with a, people, with a wife, you are a leader. In every environment you find yourself, you are a leader. Now, coming to formal organizations, leadership entails skillfully harnessing the human resources you have to achieve set goals. In marriage, if you are the husband in the house or the wife in the house, every family has goals to achieve. Leadership promotes harnessing what you have in the family The person have having the family to achieve the goals of the family. And that's the thin line that divides leadership and management. The implication is that without intended goals, leadership is vague and inconsequential. There must be intended goals. Without them, whatever you call leadership, it's inconsequential, it's vague, doesn't have any goals you must achieve. But once the goal is identified and you able, and there's substitutive so that. It, it implies that you have a leadership. Then a leader, on the other hand, is one who influences a group of people or members of an organization, what's the achievement of the goals or the missions set up by such an organization? And because nobody at all knows it all, the need for collaboration and teamwork becomes in the bitter because there is nobody nobody knows there's nobody that knows it all if a lawyer
1: I think we've lost connection again we've lost him again am i can you all hear him no, hmm. no. okay let it's me not, try
2: and,
1: okay let me try and reach him
0: now you are a son That you're a professor of law the very moment your body begins to get be malfunction Every other member of that organization have to offer is withdrawn in that first seat. So without teamwork, without teamwork becomes a problem. That's why I say that the topic is leadership has teamwork. Then before I delve into teamwork fully, let me also briefly touch a few modes or few known types of leadership. But before I touch them, I will say something. There's a popular most of you like lawyers we know and some people read baby social science courses we know a man they call Niccolo Machiavelli, an Italian political scholar. Machiavelli said that when a leader of an organization becomes so predictable that when something happens at your back, before you come, everybody knows what you do, that it was a problem. A good leader, whether in the family, brother in the organization, is not meant to be tied to a particular system of leadership. So, my reading these things out is made before academic books, on the where we analyze them. A leader must be dynamic. If you are not dynamic, every organization you are leading, you break the organization. You must be dynamic. Dynamism is the hallmark of leadership. Amen. Amen one is what they call autocratic leadership. Under this, the leader sees himself or herself as the best and probably the smartest. If you see leaders like this, they hardly call meetings and once they call meetings, everybody will talk. At the end of the day, they will find a way of going back to what they wanted to do. I used to know of a church, one of the biggest churches at Lodia Papa founded by a group, by a group of men. God blessed the church, the senior lawyers, senior academicians, senior businessmen. He entered the place and saw the money invested in that place. What affected the church was that he found the founder of the church, the GO of the church was such a person that nobody advises him. Whatever he feels is right, is right. So I had that the day he called a meeting of the church members, the church committee. He raised the vital issue. As they were at this issue, everybody was talking. To people who were older than him, in age, who are more connected, who were probably even were than him. Everybody talked. And then the man said that I actually summoned this meeting to hear from you people. That before I summoned this meeting, what I will do is in my mind. So one of them picked the first place and said, "If what you wanted to do was in your mind, why did you gather all of us and we spent an
2: network network?
1: Yes, it's network. I believe you. Mm.
0: An hour, as well. an hour 30 minutes in this place, only to tell us that what you need stands. Are you hearing me?
1: Yes. Yes, we can. Okay.
0: You know, but you know what we we'll do, eh? Just give me 30 seconds, I want to check my earpiece. Is that okay? Okay. okay. 30 seconds. Let
1: me... Okay. Okay, so while he changes his um, earpiece, I'd just like to inform us that he's actually the patron of praise and that um, everything he said about the theme of the event, which is above only, is very proper. So, um, when you... the, the theme actually means that God wants us to be above only, wants us to stand out in anything he has given us to do and then the condition to being above only you know there are different versions of the scripture on that deuteronomy chapter 28 verse and 13. there's a particular version that says that the Lord will make it the head and not the tail. You will only move upward and never downward if you hear and carefully follow the commandments of the Lord. If you pay attention to the commandments of the Lord. Yes, yes. So this welcome back. I hope you yes. Okay. Is it clear yes. now? Yes. yes. Yes, it's much okay. clearer. It's much clearer. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: okay. Sorry for. Okay. Hello? Hello?
2: That's because we notable people. And the talk was really well Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes, i go ahead. Sir. Okay. Okay, so, I was saying that God Almighty bless the church with so many notable people. Then the leader of the church had this problem of assuming that he is the smartest and he is the best. So, each time an issue arose in the church, we always find a way of coming back to what he wanted to do. So, certainly, day case that an issue came up, he summoned the committee of the church, comprising of so many notable persons in the church, both in the academia and all the of life. Where everybody said what the what was his opinion of what was to be done. When they exhausted the opinion, the man said, and I vote, I know what I will do. What I wanted to do has been in my mind. I just gathered the people to hear from you. And some of them fled up and said, You can't talk like this. You can't gather us and keep us here. And at the end of the day, you are saying that what you want to do is in your mind, that it doesn't work that way. And that we are talking now. That trust is becoming more or less a shadow of yourself. So, and that is. The hallmark of autocratic leadership. When you begin to see yourself, even in marriages, like I say, you have husbands who only take ideas from their children, who only take ideas from their wives. Whatever they say to them is the best, and it doesn't work most of the time. What you normally causes in organizations is resentment and discontentment. And if you are such a person living organization, they are what we call exiting from the state. When You are a member of an organization, then the whole of your body
1: think we're having network issues again. It is well. Let us be praying that
2: that the network is coming there, just for coming safe work well. The measure the major advantage it has is that it helps decision making. So let me move on. The second one is democratic leadership. Under this information is shared, and the opinions are sought before decisions are made. This approach promotes this our topic, team spirit and cooperation, and it engenders creativity, though at times it slows down decision making. When a leader is the gives people room to give their best.
0: The major thing it does is that everybody will want to bring his best or her best to make the organization work. Creativity will set in because you know that the little you are doing is appreciated. You know that the leader acknowledges the the fact that he doesn't know everything. So you are under moral obligation to yourself to bring out your best. You become creative for the thing to move forward. Then number three, which is one of the worst, is the one we call Leather Fair Leadership. We are, nobody, we are the leader is aloof. Nobody knows whether there is a leader or there's no leader. The person answers a leader without doing anything. It destroys organizations. Then finally, because of time, there's what we call pragmatic or situational leadership, which is very dynamic in nature. And is the one that works adequately well today. Most, I I love giving an example to family, because that's the closest unit we have. In most families, some used to have meetings weekly. Some used to have meetings monthly. Some maybe every Sunday after prayers they sit down and talk. Everybody will bring out his own opinion, and they move for. If issues arise, there is no static method of solving problems in the family and the organization. When issues arise, let, let me just read it. As the name implies, it is linear and practical. At all times, it places set goals side by side the prevailing circumstance and suitable decisions are made. So it's a dynamic form of leadership that is tied to situations on the ground. That in the family, in the group, in the company, in the firm, whenever issues arise, the leader calls the people. They look at the issue immediately and come out with an immediate solution that will work, the organization will move forward. Then two key points can be deduced from what I just said. Leaders do well when they are not tied to a particular model and when they are not readily predictable. Number two, leadership is considered effective when the intended goals are achieved. If you don't achieve the goals, the leadership is not effective Then there are some elements of leadership, and these things are very important. I just mentioned terms of leadership for mentioning sake. There are elements that we must possess as we move into the new year. God helping us, there are things that we must learn as leaders in different ranks. Number one of them is what I call studiousness. S T U D I O U. S N E S S studiousness. If you go to Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, Bible was a very emphatic on learning. You can't be, we can't be in the twenty-first century, and you say you want to move forward. You are still living in the stone age. It doesn't work that way. Any person who wants to make impact as a leader must be studious. You must be given to studies. You must be diligent. You must be devoted to knowledge acquisition, maybe from books. You must be thoughtful. The very day you stop learning, you will start dying. One of the most prominent judges in Nigeria, Justice Naman of Elugu State, they said that the morning that Justice Naman had died, he woke up early in the morning, went to his, his library, read some of his books. After reading, you know, their own way. After reading, he went to his room, spoke to some of his children. The next thing they had was that Papa, has died. Amen. 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 It appears you are not
2: hearing me. I hear you. I I hear you. you.
0: So, a leader who wants to make impact must must be studying. You must be studying. You must be diligent. You must devote yourself to knowledge acquisition. Knowledge Life is not static. Life is dynamic. As days are going, innovations are coming. You must devote yourself to stories. That's number one. And I call it studiousness. Number two, any person who wants to make impact in leadership must be a good planner. You must be a good planner. Planning is a key element of success in leadership, in your business, in your family in your organization you represent you must plan it is said that he who fails to plan plans to fail planning is the ability to organize activities in line with certain guidelines while still remaining within the limits of the available resources you must plan god himself is a mighty planner two days ago i was studying the book of daniel the prophecy concerning Jesus that Daniel gave. At a point, I began to imagine the timeline between Daniel, the timeline between Jeremiah, the timeline between Isaiah and the physical coming of Jesus Christ. Right from the garden of Eden, immediately man failed. God drew a plan for salvation for mankind and started working the plan gradually to the time of Abraham, to taking Abraham's children, to Egypt, from there to the Promised Land. All those things. From there, he introduced the Feast of Passover, which was pointing to Christ. All those things were in line with the plan of God for man, and at the appointed time, Christ came to feed the plan. So, as a leader, if you don't plan, you are not worthy to be called a leader. You must plan. You must begin to look forward. You must. You must forecast. People are talking about water for all by the year 2020, thousand for all by the year 2000. When they mentioned it for the first time, it appeared as if 2000 will not come before our eyes. The year 2000 came. We started 20, 2010, 2020. All of them came before our eyes. So you must plan. If you don't plan, then get ready to fail. Amen. Amen. Then the other one is communication. A good leader must to communicate adequately. No matter how noble, no matter how fine a plan or an idea will be, when it is not adequately communicated, it might be misunderstood or misconstrued, it becomes a problem. So any leader or intending leader who wants to do well must master the art of communication. Great communication skill is crucial in leadership. How well information is shared within the group is vital. Ideas, no matter how noble, no matter how fine, can be misunderstood because of poor communication. Good and great communication reduces conflict. So, as a leader, as a leader, you must master the art of communication. You must learn how to discuss issues, you must learn how to pass your ideas. In a very good manner. Then, number four is what I call delegation delegation D E L E G A T I O N. You must delegate authority. No man is a repository of knowledge, no man knows it all. If you don't delegate, you kill yourself. A good example is Moses in the Bible. God said, I think in Numbers chapter 16, when Korah, Dathan, and Abiram opposed Moses, God made a statement. God started elogizing Moses, talking about Moses' humility, then was saying that prophets, I will speak to them in dreams, I will do this, I will do that, but to my servant Moses, I will talk to him face to face. So God deposited his spirit in Moses in an overwhelming manner. But even with those things that God deposited in him, The time that Moses wanted to... You're not the only wise person among these people, among these Israelites. Select people, pray for them, start sharing just for them, and that's the only way you do well. When difficulties come, they bring it to you. So delegation is a core element of leadership. Let me even... You say it in a funny manner. If you, are, if you are the man of the house, in a bid so for your wife not to take your money, you buy the fish, you buy the meat, you grind the everything, you grind the, you do everything, it becomes a problem. There must be delegation. You must develop trust. People that don't delegate people that don't trust themselves. Because once you don't trust yourself, you find it difficult to trust others. You must build trust. Give people benefit of doubt and delegate. And when everybody brings his own on her own, the team will move forward. Then number five.
1: I think it's power network again.
2: Network, network
1: issue. It's, as well.
0: it's leader, I you not accountable, you're not a good leader. A leader, whether it will be negative or positive. A leader must be a good risk-taker. Most of the banks that nice to introduce some products, some will introduce it, we fail. Some will introduce it, we succeed, others will copy them. If you stay on your comfort zone all the time, as a leader, you cannot move forward. You must be ready to take calculated risk at all time. Marriage is a risk. As a young man getting up, going to a girl that maybe you met in church or you met in the working place without anything about the person and say, I want to marry you, is a big risk. I do what I'm saying. So life in totality is a risk. Getting up in the morning and going to work is a risk. You never can tell what happened along the way to the work. We all live by faith. So a leader must be somebody who has the courage to take risks, calculated risks, knowing that if it works, it's due to the good of the organization. If it doesn't work, and that's where responsibility comes in, if it doesn't work, if you don't see it as failure. You see it as having learned something and you move forward problem with us Africans or blacks is taking responsibility. We want to shift blames. In the Bible, I think in the case of Adam and Eve, God called Adam and said, Adam, What did you do? Adam said, The wife you gave to me. And God asked the wife, The wife said, Satan told me. That they were passing the book did not prevent God from giving them the adequate punishment. So if you take the risk and it fails as a leader, Be ready to take responsibility that I thought it would work and it didn't work. And you move forward. It doesn't kill anybody. But you must be taking risk as a leader. Then, I think the final one is what I call tactfulness. You must be tactful. T-A-C-T. Tactfulness. Ability to deal with situations, including embarrassing situations, carefully without doing or saying things that will upset others. A good leader must be able to solve problems without aggravating the problems, tactfulness. And it also means careful consideration in dealing with others to avoid giving offenses. I to deal with others in a sensitive manner. You must be tactful as a leader. You must mind the things you say. You must mind the things you do. You must know when to talk and when not to talk. You must acknowledge the fact that people have sensibilities that can be be touched. So what you say as a leader, no matter how small the group will be, and what you do as a leader is very important. It must be tactful. You must learn the right choice of words. I think I was saying it in in our church last week. On Facebook, in the Christian platform, a man posted, <clears throat> and was condemning tithe paying, so people started writing, one person wrote and said that anybody condemning tithe doesn't know Christ or something like that, then the man flared up, there was something he did not say, he said, I'm a giant of Christ, how dare you talk to me, you are stupid, you are this, you are that, so after a word I read the comments, I replied, I wrote, I said, look, I don't want to argue you whether you are a giant of Christ. That from what you said about yourself, that I want to say that a giant of Christ. But my humble advice is that, as a giant of Christ, learn how to choose your words wisely. I say God bless. you, And I stopped. After some seconds, the man replied and said, "Brother, thank you. I don't have any issue with him, but my concern was that if you are truly a giant of Christ, and somebody said condemning tithe makes you a non-Christian." There are better ways to put it. You don't need to flare up. So you must be tactful. You must learn, as a leader, you must learn how not to aggravate issues. When they come, use the right words to use so that people don't get upset. With this, within a short while, you see it thing work flourishing. Everybody wants to work with you. This is a very important. So when we look at these seven things itemized, and I we'll be able to do the way, studiousness, planning, Good communication, good delegation, good accountability, risk taking and thoughtfulness. When you imbibe these things, the leadership and similar things that I may not want to mention, I didn't mention because of time, you discover that we do well.
2: Knowledge
0: is you know, knowledge doesn't knowledge let me say knowledge is dynamic, knowledge grows as time is going, knowledge is going with time. So what we do. That when you do this things and you continue to learn on daily basis, you continue to learn on daily basis, you continue to learn. And at the end of this, you'll say do well. Then finally,
1: okay, sir. Please, you have four more minutes. Four more minutes.
0: Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to okay. I want to round up now. Since abilities differ, efforts must be made to maximize what each person can bring to the table. Since abilities differ. Efforts must be made to maximize what each person can bring to the table. In the words of Helen Keller, teamwork divides the task and multiplies the success. Teamwork divides the task and multiplies the success. And she further argued that alone we can do so little and together we can do so much. Alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. Teamwork makes the dream work the dream work. God laid the foundation for teamwork in Genesis 2 18, using Adam as a case study. The Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. So God in his wisdom laid the foundation for teamwork in the kingdom. It, that, it, didn't tell God, it doesn't take God anything to leave Adam alone, but God knew that Adam as a person is not enough for himself. And God gave him and help and say you people should work together. He knows that we need each other if we really want to make significant impact. God knows that we need each other if we actually want to make impact in life. In teamwork, the word me, me, gives way for the word, us. In teamwork, you don't hear me, me, I, I. You hear what we did. Even when you do it, you say we did it. Because that is teamwork. Ideas and responsibilities are shared. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12 say that two are better than one because they have a good word for their labor. So when you look at 1 Corinthians 12 from 14, you see these things. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, you see them. Proverbs chapter 27, 17 said, iron, iron. Proverbs 11, 14 also. Then Ephesians chapter 4, 11 to 12, where have Bible is talking about God giving us apostles, teachers, evangelists, pastors for the defense of the church. All these things are examples of teamwork in the Bible. So, in conclusion, if you want to walk fast, you walk alone. Whenever you want to walk fast, walk alone. But when you want to go fast, you cannot walk alone. Amen. 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 When you want to go fast, you can stand alone, you walk fast and go to wherever you want to go, but when you really want to go far, when you want to go far, thing walk comes to me. You cannot walk alone. Praise the living God. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Praise Hallelujah. the mighty Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: I think we, are, we have to stop here because of our time so that we don't continue to talk to talk. start going
1: okay are you are you true sir
0: yes sir yes i'm through with my idea
1: okay please can you just pray can you just say a word of prayer to round up
0: our father in heaven you are the all-knowing god we commit ourselves into your hands lord knowing that without you we can absolutely do nothing teach us as you have given us the grace of the Lord to see today I'm believing that the grace is already there for us to see 2023 father teach us guide our steps all that we need to know all that we need to do to be above and to remain above in the year 2023 father teach us those things give us all that we need father as we roll into the new year your children will surely be above in the name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Father, I also pray 2022 still have some number of days to go. I make it as a divine decree in the word of the Lord that the remaining days of 2022 we never see the end of any of us.
1: Amen. We never
0: see the end of any of our own persons. Father, your grace will keep us. And amen. we will march into the new year with happiness amen. and with joy and with testimonies amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting Father, because Thank of you, answer. For in amen. Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed.
1: Amen. amen and amen. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. We are really grateful. Thank you for that powerful teaching on leadership. God bless you. I hope everybody was blessed we'll be going to the um, question and answer session now. So if you have a question, you could just indicate by raising up your hand. I really learned a lot. I don't know about it, but I took notes. So for me, I was just taking notes. Although network did not allow me to get the uh, message very well, but I actually took notes and I learned a lot. So if you have a question, please indicate. And I just want to add that, um, leadership actually begins with you Mm. so it's not just about the position but it's about the individual leadership is about who you are becoming you see he highlighted seven elements of a good leader that person has to be studious that person has to plan That person needs to communicate properly. That person needs to delegate. So it's about who you are becoming. So I don't want some of us that are here, maybe you're not a leader in your church or you are not, um, um, I don't know. I want everybody to know that as you are, you are a leader because it's about who you become. Yes. When you study, you become more knowledgeable. So when you learn to communicate very well it's for your own advantage so don't see everything that has been shared as for only those who have a title or who have a position no no every one of us is a leader and leadership as teamwork is very vital because it's also applicable in the family it's applicable in the corporate world you can apply it anyway and anyhow as a child you need to team up with your parents As a parent, you need to team up with your children. As a husband, you team up with your wife. As um, a worker in the corporate world, you team up with your colleagues. So this message, this topic, this seminar is very, very important. And I hope everybody paid attention. I hope everybody learned. I hope you took notes. If you did not take any notes after the session, you can come and meet me. I'll share my notes with you. So it's very, very important. I don't know, does anybody have anything to say, any question? Can you just indicate, can you raise your hand so you can be given the opportunity to talk? Any question, please? Any question, any question? Okay. Um, Afolabi, your hand has been raised since. So do you have a question? I can see Gladys Abraham raised her hand, so I'll call her. So Afolabi, do you have a question or do you have something to say? Can you just unmute and speak? Okay. Mrs. Gladys, while we wait for Afalabi to unmute. Mrs. Gladys, are you there? Can you unmute and ask your question? Okay, we said no. Okay, we, we can't hear you. Um, Pastor Godwin, please, can you mute? Hello? Mrs. Gladys, go ahead. Yes, go ahead, please. Okay. The question I want to ask uh, the
2: moderator now that spoke on a leadership, he talked about a leadership style,
0: made mention of uh, dynamic leadership. So, my question goes is dynamic leadership different from democratic leadership? What is the difference between dynamic and democratic leadership?
1: Okay, Pastor, did you hear a question? She wants to know the difference between dynamic and democratic leadership.
2: Okay.
1: I said
2: that. Ma, please unmute. Pragmatic. are okay. I used yes. one dynamic when I was talk- I used one dynamic when I was talking about pragmatic leadership or situational leadership. Democratic leadership, if you saw it very well, has this tendency of slowing down decision making because even when somebody is dying, it requires that we wait so that everybody will say his mind. It's a, it's a system that is static. Because it's democratic, the majority must have their way. Even if you need to take somebody to us hospital you can carry the person to that place and wait for the others to come and make decisions on what we do, the dynamic at times can adopt autocratic measures. Dynamic at times can adopt democratic measures. What you does is that the very moment issues arise, look at that issues, those issues and take that the decisions that will be able to solve the problem. If not that is Democratic is about majority having their way. The dynamic attack can be autocratic in less. At Attacks we try to be firm because of the situation that we have. That we don't need to call anybody to do anything to do what we want to do because the situation on the ground doesn't warrant doing anything. So it's not as static as democratic that's always not about majority having their way, majority having their way doesn't work like that. And that's the major line between the two of I don't know if that answers the answer question.
1: Okay, answer this is clear. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope we all had um, the answer to that question. Any other question, please? Does anybody have a question? Okay, taking risk. How often should one take risk? So, Brother Nathaniel just asked the question. He said, how often should one take risk.
2: Amen. 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 As long as as you are living, continue to take risk. As long as you are living, you will continue to take risk. If you don't take risk, Maybe the word risk is the thing that's bringing fear and death. As long as you live in a young man who doesn't want to take risk, you not marry. A young man who doesn't want to take risk, is not allowed to get pregnant because pregnancy is a risk. When you look around, you see people that got pregnant and didn't come out from it. Look at those who got pregnant, came out, their the child did not come out. You see those who got pregnant, had their children seamlessly without any problem. So, life in itself is a risk. So, as long as you live, you will continue to take risks. You can't stop. Taking risks, means trying new ventures. It doesn't mean standing along the long or where the people are coming. That's not risk. When I say taking risks, you must always be eager to try new ventures. This from a that brought us together today, when it started, it was not as big as it is today. When it started it, it comes to where, as to where the thing will take us to. It started it believing that it will go far and it works. If, and there are innovations that it's adding the before the thing is working. There might be things that he that he has dropped and moved on. And that is how life is. When you try the venture, if it works, you move forward. If it doesn't work, you leave it and move forward. The stay in one place doesn't, doesn't take anybody in the place. So as long as you are living, you must be learning to lose. So let me know the word risk again. Learn to be doing new things. Learn to be trying new things as long as you live.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for that response. Are you satisfied with the answer, Brother Nathaniel? OK, how can a leader accommodate or strengthen the weak link? Said how can a leader accommodate or strengthen the weak league? So, quickly, Pastor, please, can you respond?
2: How can a leader, a leader will do that? The very moment a leader understands the distinct nature of individuals. That is said that the strong will bear the weak. There is no group in the world where all the members have equal capacity. The leader must understand the doctrine of distinctiveness. That no two persons are the same. that some persons are stronger than others. When the weak person, when the perceived weak person brings little that, take human body for instance. When a says there are parts of the body that are so small, but when everything happens to them, the body feels it. So no matter how small the contribution may be, just understand that all of us cannot be the same. All of us cannot have the strength and take everybody the way the person is and encourage the person to be better.
1: Okay, thank you so much, sir. Are you satisfied with that response, Brother Nathaniel? Okay. Okay, so we'd we'll be moving on to prayers now. You said a bit. <laughs> okay, I'd advise that after the meeting maybe you can meet with you can contact um Pastor Sonny for more for more explanation, please. But regarding your question of how often should one take risk, I have a contribution. So my contribution is this. um, As believers, I think when it comes to taking risk, not just as believers, generally, we should take calculated risk. So we should take calculated risk involves doing your research. It involves asking questions. It involves praying too. It involves praying. It involves praying, asking questions, doing your research, and taking action. So um, the fact that something is a good idea doesn't mean it's a good idea. Praise God. The fact that everybody no, no. is doing it and they're making money from it doesn't mean that if you take that risk, you do that business, you make money from that business. No. But if God gives the direction, if God is leading you, you do not know how it to turn out but you just feel you sense it in your spirit that god wants you to do a particular thing and you do not know how it to be the first thing you can do is just to do research you ask questions regarding that thing god wants you to do even though it's still not making sense but because you know that god is leading you to do that thing you go ahead to do it you're taking a risk you're actually taking a risk it's just that it's a calculated one so i just wanted to make that contribution that um you can take risk often but ensure that it's not just your idea it's god i it's god's idea ensure that and let me also add that even those things that are god idea are god's ideas sometimes it may not even work out the way you, you plant that's just the truth because some factors may make it not to work out but your confidence should be that i prayed and God is with me, so even though it doesn't work out, I give God thanks. So you are more confident and more comforted when you know that you prayed before making a decision than when you did not even pray at all. You just jumped into it and you made loss. It's devastating. But that very moment where before you you took a risk, you prayed about it and you did a little bit of research and you still did it, it didn't work out. You're comforted knowing that all things are working together for my good. But if you did not pray, you did not do research, you did not ask questions, you just joined the bandwagon, you just joined, copied, yes, you just followed people. It would be very, very devastating, so I want us to put God first in everything that we do. So in the absence of further questions, I'd like us to just pray briefly, we'll be praying briefly. So can we just um, thank God for this word that we just had, let's begin to appreciate him. Begin to thank God for the minister he has used this evening. Begin to bless him. Ask that the Lord would refresh him. Ask that the Lord will fill him up. Ask that the Lord will renew his strength. Begin to pray for him. Begin to speak into his life for more wisdom, for more revelation of the word of God upon his life. Begin to pray that the Lord will settle him. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this session. We really bless your holy name. Father, we thank you for teaching us this evening. Lord, we are so grateful. We pray for the vessel you've used this day. Lord, we ask that you refill him. Lord, we pray that you renew his strength. We pray that you refresh him. We pray that you revive him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are praying for more revelation of your word upon him. We are praying for more wisdom upon him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So we're still praying. I want us to pray and tell the Lord to help us. You already told us the elements of a good leader. There are seven in number. So you know yourself, which one are you failing? You are falling short, begin to tell the Lord to help you in that area. Is it, maybe you're not studious enough, maybe you don't plan, maybe you're not a good communicator, maybe you don't delegate authority, maybe you're, you're not accountable to anyone, maybe you don't take risks, maybe you're very fearful, you're not tactful, you don't know how to speak or how to um, address issues. Just begin to tell the Lord, father help me to become a good leader lord i'm lacking in this area my communication skills are not good father i keep making excuses lord help me take away this attributes take away this character from me in the mighty name of jesus whatever is limiting your potential as a leader begin to tell the Lord to take it away maybe you keep making excuses maybe you are not disciplined maybe you are not committed to anything Maybe you are too fearful to take risk. Begin to tell the Lord, Father, take it away. Take it away. Lord, I want to be a leader. I want to be a good leader. Help me. Maybe you are too lazy to read, too lazy to study, too lazy to read your Bible, too lazy to pray. Begin to tell the Lord, Father, help me, help me, help me. Lord, help me. This area of my life, it is affecting my leadership potential. Father, help me to overcome it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord. I pray that you help me to be a good leader in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, anything in me, oh God, any character attribute in me that is limiting my potential as a leader. Lord, I pray that you take it away in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you take it away in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
2: Amen.
1: We're still praying, we're still praying, and there's a saying that goes that if you can't can't be a good follower, you cannot be a leader. So we want to pray, because in every organization, there is a hierarchy. So every one of us are following somebody at different levels. So we want to pray that the Lord will help us to be a good follower. Pray that the Lord will help us to submit to authority, that the Lord will help us to be a good follower. Begin to pray that the Lord will help you to be a good follower, whether it's in your organization or whether it's in your family or in the church, anywhere that the Lord has placed you, that you have people that are leading the way, people that are telling you what to do or giving instructions, pray that the Lord will help you to be a good follower. That you will not be a hindrance to that person. You will not be a problem to that person. Begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the Lord will make you to be a good follower. Lord, I pray that you help me to be a good follower. Help me to be a good team member. Help me to be a good colleague at my office in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, I pray that you help me to be a good child to my parents in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to be a good member of the choir. Lord, in every area that you've placed me, oh God, I pray that you help me, oh God, to follow dutifully well to the glory of your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me, oh God, to bring value. Help me, oh God. To bring impact even in Nadi so Lord I pray that you help me to be a good follower in the mighty name of Jesus father I pray that you do that in Jesus name in Jesus most powerful name we have prayed in Jesus most powerful name we have prayed amen Amen. we are still praying no, we are still praying and we want to pray regarding the theme of this event the theme is above only and the speaker who happens to be the patron of former praise, he has already told us that above only means to stand out. And my own revelation of above only is, is that it's divine upliftment. So you're standing out and God is uplifting you too. So we want to pray and tell the Lord that the Lord should help us to stand out in the coming. In fact, starting from now. You don't wait till the coming year because the coming year is just a new day in a new year. So we want to pray that starting from today, the Lord will take us above. He will make us to be above only. The grace to stand out in everything we do. Pray for divine upliftment in everything you do. Begin to pray that you will not be at this level next year. You will not be at this level. I don't know the level you are right now. I don't know what is in your bank account right now i i don't know what you are pursuing right now career-wise i do not know what it is but you want to pray and tell the lord to make you to be above ah there was something our preacher said he said that in every condition i have the perception he said above only is a perception it's a perception that i'm bigger than this it's a perception that i can overcome this it's a perception that god has won it already it's a perception that i'm above I'm high. I'm higher than this. I'm more than this. Begin to pray. If your problem is a mindset problem, if yours is a perception problem, begin to tell the Lord, Father, change my mindset. Lord, give me a new mindset. Lord, change my mindset. Lord, take away this poverty mentality from me. Lord, take away this fearful mentality from me. Lord, Lord, change my mindset. Help me to see myself as you see me. That I'm uplifted. That I'm empowered. Powered, that i'm talented that i'm gifted begin to pray right now open your mouth and tell the lord to change your mindset above only is a perception it is a perception begin to tell the Lord, father change my perception lord help me in this coming year i don't want to be in the same level I don't want to be in this same level, mentally, financially, academically. Lord, I want to be above. I want to be above. Begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. So Lord, I pray that you help me in Jesus' name. Lord, I want to be above only, above only, in my finances, in my academics, in my career, in my spiritual life, in my family life, in my social life. Lord, help me to be above only, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Yes, we are still praying, we are still praying. You see, our text, that is um, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13, it says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be. If that thou hearken unto the commandment. So, there is a conditional Ah, to be above only there is a condition and that condition is obedience I want to pray and tell the Lord, Father, help me to walk in obedience. Lord, I want to walk in obedience. I want to walk in obedience. Lord, I want to obey you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, starting from today, help me to walk in obedience. Lord, areas where I have disobeyed, Lord, I pray for your mercy. Forgive me of every disobedience in my life. Today, I make a decision to walk in obedience. For you to be above only, you have to obey. You must obey. If you don't obey, you can't be above. Begin to pray. Tell the Lord. Father, help me to walk in obedience. Lord, I'm praying that you help me to walk in obedience. In the mighty name of Jesus, Scripture says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Begin to pray that you're tired of sacrificing. You're tired of of work, of not walking in of not walking in obedience. A lot of the times we maybe offer unto God or we do certain things and we think that we are obeying God. Rather, we are walking in disobedience. Begin to pray and tell the Lord, Father, help me to walk in obedience. Lord, help me to walk in obedience. Help me to walk in obedience in Jesus' name. In Jesus mighty name we've prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen so somebody was preaching the other day and she said something she said that a lot of us are asking god for the next instruction when we have not obeyed the former instruction that god will not give us the next instruction until we have obeyed the last instruction so very soon we'll be crossing over to 2023 some of us will be setting goals making new year resolutions the one you made before what have you done the goals set before how has it been begin to tell the lord to help you to help you to be committed and disciplined to the things that he has directed you to do, to the instructions he has given you, to the assignments he has given you. Begin to pray for discipline, pray for commitment in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to tell the Lord to help you to be disciplined. Lord, I'm praying for discipline, discipline in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me to be disciplined in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' most powerful name we have prayed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to pray for Fomé Praise. Let's just say a word of prayer for Fomé Praise. As inspired by the Holy Spirit. Just pray for Fomé Praise. Pray for Fomé Praise. Pray. Just speak a word. Over former praise, Lord. I'm praying for former praise. I'm praying for increase upon this ministry. I'm praying, oh God, for divine wisdom. I'm praying for more creativity, inspiration. I'm praying for strength upon every member of the team. I'm praying, oh God, for your blessings upon every member of the community in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you know our needs as an organization. You know our needs. Oh Lord, I pray that you'll for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the coming year, help us to do do much more. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will not slack, we will not relent in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Okay, I just want you to pray for yourself. Just pray for yourself. Just speak a word over yourself. And just prophesy into your life. Pray for yourself. can Pray for your family. Pray for your business. Just pray. Just pray. Speak into your life. Speak into your business. Speak into your children. Just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Ask the Lord for one thing. Ask the Lord to do something. What are your expectations? What do you need? Begin to speak to the Lord. Tell the Lord to intervene. Tell the Lord to answer you. Tell the Lord to help you tell the Lord to deliver, you tell the Lord to provide. Just pray. Father Lord, I pray that you be merciful unto me in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, for your breakthrough in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm praying for financial breakthrough, I'm praying for marital breakthrough, I'm praying for career breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the answered prayers. In Jesus' most powerful name we have prayed.
2: Amen.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Barrister Romeo, are you there? Okay. I think Romeo is not there. Okay, so can you round off the prayers for us? The prayer session.
0: Okay. All right. Our father and I will thank you for. The words that have been released concerning us, and we thank you, God, for we we believe that is why we ask. We trust completely in your word. So we have come to you with our petitions to submit them before you to give us the strength to manifest these words that have come forth into realities in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we yeah. ask, O God, as, as she said in the prayer, that there are still some existing structures. Father, give us the strength to commit to these things to see that they become realities in our lives. You know best what is good for us. For indeed, you created us in your image and you have created a plan for us to follow that we may see that expected end. We ask for the strength to continue to pursue your instructions and your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Amen.
1: Amen.